Social media was abuzz at the news that the former Chief Justice Mohueng Mohueng will run for president in the 2024 elections. He's standing as a candidate for the All African Movement, which uh, made this announcement last week, Friday, that Mohueng had accepted um, uh, the nomination. Before uh, I uh, play the clip as we take a listen, uh, remember, uh, you also can join the conversation about this at around uh, 9.30 to talk your views on, uh, you know, what the All African Movement uh, announced last week, Friday. But let's take a listen to how he responded last year, remember, to the question of whether he would stand for president. Being uh, the president 2024, you know, it must, you must ask God to make it clear to you who he has chosen. Remember I said there are about seven or more people who say the Lord has called them to lead this nation. So, to get certainty so that it doesn't look like anybody is trying to take anything from anybody. Let there be clarity. All I can say is, I am ready to do whatever the Lord wants me to do. Whatever. For a perspective, he's ready to do whatever the Lord has asked him to do. Whatever the Lord has asked him to do. You and me don't know yet uh, what the Lord has asked him to do, do we? But for a perspective on this and whether Mohueng Mohueng could be the man who can lead us to a better future, we're joined uh, by uh, Professor Kotato Shai, who is the head of the Department of Cultural and Political Studies at the University of Limpopo. I start the discussion, uh, Prof, good morning, with the fact that to, to some extent, I think it is right for all of us as South Africans to assert agency on the challenges that are facing our country and asserting that agency will take many forms wanted, including uh, the former uh, CJ coming through a party called the All African Movement and possibly as, you know, doing what, as he said, the Lord wants him to do. What are your thoughts? Your line is uh, your line is not very good. Are you able to move around, Prof? Is it bad? No, no, I don't know. Um, uh, but any- I can hear you clearly. Okay, we can hear you now. So, uh, if you kindly may please stay where you are now. All right. Yes, I, I, yeah, I, I was greeting you and the listeners at home. But what I was saying was that. Uh, look, let, like all South Africans, uh, as constitutionally provided, Mokwe um, Mokwe is you know, eligible uh, to stand as a, as, a, as, as, as a leader at the national level or at, at a level. Uh, but there are two things. I want to put this into proper perspective mm-hmm. and say, you see, Mokwe um, Mokwe has done very well as a legal guru 
uh, in South Africa. He has done very well in reasserting the confidence and also the independence of the the judiciary from undue uh, influence, including uh, political influence. But you see, politics is a completely different ballgame. Mm. The fact that one has done well uh, in his profession uh, as a, a legal guru does not necessarily mean that one will do well as a, a politician or as a national leader in this country because the 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 terms and conditions that regulate his profession in judiciary and that also that regulates politics in South Africa are completely different. It is not the first time in South Africa wherein we have had people who previously performed well in other spheres of life and false uh, and, 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 and they had hoped that they will also do well in politics and it turned out uh, to be, you know, a total fiasco. You'll remember in the recent time past we we had Mampil Rampil, mm. a well renowned academic, an administrator previously served as an university of Captain Santa. You know, and when you look at it, Mampil Rampil tried. Mm. She brought, she came with a lot of academic credentials. Uh, credentials of having been actively involved in, in civil society formations. Uh, she contested the elections in the past. Mm, mm. But uh, she could not do well. She, she didn't do well in, 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 in politics because, you see, the standard of practicing politics in, 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 in South Africa has been pitched so much low. South African politics, our democracy is not yet matured to a point where in the practice of politics in our country is, 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 is based on professionalization and meritocracy. We don't necessarily elect people on the basis of what they are able to do as professionals uh, in terms of merit, if you like. Mm, or mm. in terms of their professional standing in society, or in terms of their um, local their, standing or moral standing in society. Mm. Besides Mampile Rampile, we also had, uh, also in the recent times, Mvume uh, Dandal, a pastor. Also. Yes, the reverend. <laughs> the reverend, mm. commanding a lot of respect. Uh, in the society, speaking all good things, uh, being you know inspired uh, by you know biblical convictions and what a view. Yes. But you see, the danger about this is that it has proven that never, never attempt to exploit your religious standing or professional standing 
to enter into politics, hoping that you'll make that much difference. Because the politics by its very nature, it's a very dirty game. The, politi- the political landscape is different from a, a court of law where there is a lot of decorum, where there is a lot of respect that is accorded to the senior people and whatever you. In politics, you are going to, when you enter politics, you must be prepared to be dirty. Yeah, yeah. Because you are going to be humiliated, you are going to be insulted, you are going to be hated. All sorts of things are yeah. going to be done to you. And the question is, 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 is the former Chief Justice ready for those? Uh, for, those? for me, my, my, I, will tell, I will argue that he, was, he has done very well for our country. Mm-hmm. What he was supposed to do as an old man is to work on preserving his legacy. Yeah. Because entering into politics, he runs a risk of his legacy, the legacy that he's built uh, being tarnished. the legal fraternity, being treated unnecessarily so. Yeah. But who, just what, last point that I can say, like I said, the standard of politics in South Africa has, preached, has been preached in, in, in very low in South Africa. I always say anybody can be a president of South Africa. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like <laughs> that. I like that analogy. I like that uh, analogy um, uh, yeah. that you, you just uh, gave about the dirt of politics. And you know, wh- when we work from all of the things that you have said around, uh, you know, uh, Mohueng potentially tarnishing the image uh, that he left at the end of his tenure as uh, Chief Justice of the Republic, what then, Prof, would you say? are the characteristics that we need to take into account as we see more independent candidates coming forward and launching their presidential bids? Yes. In fact, I think even before you say I made a pronouncement on this, we need to be careful here. Remember that in the recent past, the Constitutional Court while Nkwemukwen was at the helm of the Constitutional Court, it made a pronouncement of the need for the electoral model of South Africa to be modified, to make a provision for independent candidates to even contest for elections at the National Party. You know, the Constitutional Court argued that one does not necessarily need the political party belonging to be eligible to stand for election to international level, right? And also, very recently, when uh, uh, the, the, the incumbent, the current Chief Justice, uh, uh, Zondo, released uh, the sets of reports around state capture and related uh, uh, crimes in South Africa, he also raised very serious questions about the electoral model of Africa. So, you see, the danger that we, 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 we are likely to face, especially if Mukwe Mukwe's ends, is to create a wrong impression that at the time when the judiciary made that pronouncement of the need to, 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 to really amend the electoral model, possibly Mukwe Mukwe 
was already feeling that the days, his days in judiciary are numbered. Mm. And therefore, he was trying to somehow exploit, you know, his judicial standing within the constitutional court to try and prepare himself for life after the just, the, the, his term of office as a, 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 a chief justice. I, w- that, that I want is, to. That is why. I want to, uh, you know, uh, pose a question regarding the judicial conduct uh, because I got uh, a note now from uh, a journalist, uh-huh. Gertrude Mahafula, and uh, uh-huh. she uh, basically retweeted to me something that uh, Pierre DeFoss uh, 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 had written on Twitter that says that the code of judicial conduct, uh, note number 17 there says that, and I quote, a retired judge must not enter into party politics. What yeah. do we make of that then, knowing that? It, I think for me, it, what the only thing that we can make out of that is that this, there are two ways to look at it. <laughs> you know, one, you can say it's an, it's an act of political opportunism, but on the other hand, you can say, oh, fine, the rules are there. And and remember, you know, judges, one of the things that our democracy has done to retain the integrity, the independence of our judges, including the chief justice, is to ensure that after retirement, they are well taken care of, mm, mm. that they won't be forced to enter into other things which may begin to raise questions about some of the judgments that they made in the past, finding them their hands being in the cookie jar and whatever. That's why what I was saying. But, but we, knew, we knew with him and the relationship uh, he's had with uh, the Lord, as he says in that clip that we played earlier on, uh, he's never hit, hidden his uh, uh, Christian convictions, uh, not at all, even when he was our CJ. And even mm-hmm. that clip tells us that he, uh, notwithstanding what uh, the Judicial Code of Conduct says, he has blatantly said he would want to be guided by the Lord in making this decision. Yeah, but you see, uh, 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 <laughs> me and you, we know, <laughs> regardless of uh, our our religious affiliation, mm. Uh, that when we 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 I'm, 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 I don't like entering into this space of having to discuss issues of Lord Church and what they view mm-hmm. because we know very well me and you that we may be belonging to different churches, but issues that have to do with the uh, Lord God and what they view it's something that cannot be scientifically proven, and because this is something that cannot be scientifically proven, it is based on someone's faith. It therefore becomes very easy for some of these people mm. to exploit the religion to achieve their short-term political goals. And this is what we are observing. Regardless of whether the, chief, the, the former chief justice is God sent to, 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 to serve South Africa, because clearly South Africa is facing a serious national leadership crisis. We, we, we are facing that crisis. But we are not at a point where we are disparate to the point where in people should really, really take us for a right. 
exploit religion to achieve this short term. Clearly, there is a there is a uh, there is a political vacuum. There is there is a serious vacuum in terms of political leadership. Yeah. But going back to your question, you asked me a very very important question that I should not ignore. Mm-hmm. What are the the attributes, the characteristics? What are we looking of the for? Leader that, what 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 are we looking for? Mm. For me, we the the list uh, of the characteristics that we are currently looking for. There are many, but I'm just going to mention a few. Mm-hmm. I think for the, for the 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 first thing that I'll call for, I think we need a kind of a leader who uh, embodies. African value systems, mm-hmm. uh, you know, such as your your Ubuntu, such as you know, cooperation, uh, interdependence, and selfishness. Central to the problem of leadership in South Africa is the the decay, the the moral decay that we observe within the political cycles. And when you look at this moral decay that we have, is we experience the moral decay because people are selfish. In as much as people have, you know, some of the people that we have here, we have we have thought they've amassed all the financial resources. They are rich. They have got, and we thought that when they got into office, probably they will lead a clean government. Mm-hmm. But they get into office. They, they they played a, a, a different ball game together. So for me, we we, we need a kind of a selfless leader, yeah, someone so, who will put the interest of the country above his own interest and the interest of his own family. That is first and foremost. That is very very important. Yeah, Prof. Can I ask you to pause a little bit uh, because I have to go to news headlines, uh, and then you it's can fine. finish. You can finish your your trail of thought uh, as we come back. And uh, if you just joined us, we're having a conversation uh, regarding you know what we now know uh, as what the All African Movement is purporting is their standing candidate for presidency for the 2024 uh, uh, national elections in our former Chief Justice Mohueng Mohueng. And we're having that conversation with Professor Khatato Shai, the head of the Department of Cultural and Political Studies at the University of Limpopo. And we urge you to join in on the conversation the moment we're done, obviously, with the prof, to hear your views on the number 011-714-2006. That's 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp line 0614104107. It's 9.31. Luanda Mawame standing by with the news headlines. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SFM. The Talking Point on SFM. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday.
Welcome back. It's 9.33. We've been in conversation with uh, Professor Khotato Shai, who is uh, the head of the Department of Cultural and Political Studies at the University of Limpopo, because you on social media were a buzz last week at the news that our former Chief Justice Mokhweng Mokhweng will run for president in the 2024 elections. And uh, we know he's standing as candidate for the, or at least that's what, because he hasn't spoken, guys, except for when he spoke at that church, right? Because the clip we played earlier was when he spoke at that church. But we know that that's what an organization called the All African Movement is saying. They made the announcement last week, Friday, that Mukweng has accepted, according to them, the nomination. And I had asked the prof about the kind of attributes we need in future leadership in our country, because I suppose we're having this conversation because we absolutely, as South Africans, have to assert agency on the emergency that is the dynamics that are happening in our country. Yes, Prof, you are finishing your trail of thought on what we are looking for in a future leader. Yes. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, I was, the point that I was driving earlier on before we went on a commercial break, it was, you know, the, 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 the we need a kind of leader who really uh, importes um, selflessness, as, as I've indicated. Because, you know, if developments of the, the recent past are anything to go by, uh, especially on our political landscape at different levels, you know, ranging from the national to the most local level, you will realize that central to the decay of the the the, the morality within the political cycles is the whole question of the selfishness of our politi- uh, our politicians. That is the first thing. The second thing which it is necessary, uh, it is often talked about, but it is not emphasized. It is that we need a youthful and energetic leadership in South Africa. Not only in South Africa, but also in the African continent as a whole. Youthful. Because you said youthful. Have, youthful and energetic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It cannot be correct that in South Africa and other African states in the continent, we continue to be led by retirees. Yes, they did say they did say the average the average South African. Uh, I, I hope I have the number correctly. Is is it twenty four or twenty seven? But either way, the average South African is in is in their twenties, right? And yeah, the, yeah. the average leader, at least political leader, uh, in our in our country, in the you know the biggest political formation in our country, is uh, definitely way above the age of sixty years old. Yes. Yes. So we have we need youthful and energetic leadership. It cannot be correct to have a, a type of leadership that exposes values of gerontocracy. You see, the question is, you know, if a person is standing for office at the age of 60 years plus, what contribution do you still want to make for to our country that you could not make in the past 60 years? Mm-hmm fundamental question. And my other fear is, why do you want to be part and parcel of decision-making within government cycles, including in the legislature, 
about the future that you won't be part of. They won't be there. You see, we, we need energetic and youthful young people to lead this country because they are going to, because the future belongs to the youth. The, you, you must be part and parcel of decision-making about the future that you are going to be part of. Why do you want to make uh, decisions about the future that you are not going to be part of? Mm. But above all, there is something that we need to, to also interrogate, also based on the, the experiences of the past. You see, the president in politics only assumes what we term a tutelage or a ceremonial role within the government cycles. Mm. Let's let, let, let's not uh, overrate the importance of a president or a head of state and government in maintaining an effective and efficient and clean government. Yeah. Prof, unfortunately, time is running away from me, but I want to uh, get uh, one last question from you before uh, I have to uh, uh, move to something else. As your last thought, as we end our conversation this morning, will the emergence of independent candidates change the way we perceive public office or even change the way we perceive political work in South Africa? Look, it, 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 it's really, it, it will all depend on the ability of the independent uh, candidates to define themselves outside the culture of slate politics that has pivoted the majority of political parties in South Africa, that has made political parties to fail to hold their leaders accountable. The more, last but not least, South Africa should be ready for a coalition government going forward. We need a kind of leadership that is prepared to rethink the politics in the future of South Africa beyond the political party template. Someone who will be open to collaborate with other people who are ready and available to make meaningful contribution to our country, regardless of political affiliation. And with that, we're going to have to leave it. But I appreciate your time. I, we had you booked up until uh, half past nine, but I'm so grateful that you indulged me and stayed on longer, another 10 minutes. Thank you, Prof. Yeah. Welcome Thank friend. you. Pro- Professor Khotato Shai is the head of the Department of Cultural and Political Studies at the University of Limpopo. But I now want to hear from you, uh, you know, uh, about what you make of this. We know that there's also legal parameters uh, because uh, the Judicial Code of Conduct, uh, you know, unfortunately bars Mohueng uh, from running for political uh, office. However, uh, you know, does that matter uh, for you and what do you make of his uh, quote unquote purported candidacy of presidency for the year 2024 and all of this taking into consideration like I said at the start of the show that I feel as South Africans we absolutely have to assert agency on our country and the needs, the dire needs that our country have of unemployment inequality and uh, poverty.